two, one, and go. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Triad of the Force podcast, a podcast from three Puerto Rican friends coming together to do deep dives into Star Wars and other nerd-related media. This is our Mando Monday reaction and analysis episode. Today, we will be discussing Chapter 13, The Jedi. The Jedi. So, <laughs> Jedi. I think... The long-awaited episode. Yep, I think it is safe <laughs> to say this has been one of the most highly anticipated episodes ever Absolutely. since Mandalorian began. And I think... Personally, for me, I was a little underwhelmed. What did you guys think? It was it was very interesting. I think we should like uh, go over some of the things that happened. But like, it's interesting because we all knew this episode was going to be direct, written and directed by Dave Filoni, who, yep. in everyone's mind, is like the heir apparent to George Lucas, and who up to now hasn't done any wrong. Everything <laughs> he touches is gold, basically. <laughs> and because of those rumors, people were suspecting that Ahsoka Tano would be finally showing up yes. in live action The Mandalorian after all those Rosario Dawson rumors. And to finally get it on screen, it was interesting. It's the first time that I ever actually stayed up late to see really? uh, an episode when it was posted because I couldn't even sleep. I was like, I tried it's to sleep and it's like, it's not happening. So I'm just staying Seriously? Away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, I saw it and I had mixed him. I don't think the episode was bad. I'm going to start no, no, it start was. off that way. Mm -hmm. It wasn't bad. I think it was a good episode. <laughs> I just don't think it landed. I think it was uh, it was a, on the whole a miss. I think it's the weakest episode of the season, in my humble view. Mm -hmm. uh, I think Ahsoka was misused, even though I think Rosario did a good job, mm -hmm. frankly. Uh, but I think the episode didn't work. How about you, Mo? I, I honestly, I was disappointed. <laughs> uh, to say the least. Uh, it's not it, good. It, it, no, I, I, I thought it, there, there was like a lot of elements. I thought the elements were there. It's just, mm -hmm. I don't know if it was just the execution. I don't know if it was the, could it be, there's, there's also a lot of like, I probably had the anticipation or the expectations of what Ahsoka yeah. should be, yeah. Mm -hmm. especially at this stage and her, her life. Uh, and then the episode did what I kind of feared what was going to happen, mm -hmm. which is, I have no idea what Mandalorian is about at this moment. Mm -hmm. Did it turn into, is this going to be Ahsoka? story is mm -hmm. this gonna be man dense and gorgu story or is this gonna be grogu or joker <laughs> i imagine it I, I, I for a second i'm like did they watch space balls and saw Jogurt, and then they're like okay well. wow <laughs> the gogurt <laughs> no uh pink milk was actually doing that joke with the go uh, with the gogurt and then calling a uh, grogu go girl uh <laughs> hilarious i don't know it was a weird name not a bad yeah. star wars name considering all the names that are out there no no yeah <laughs> not a bad star wars name kind of felt like i'm on goku or something i was like what are you going for here? <laughs> yeah like, uh which is kind of funny it was like that scene where ahsoka was like yeah can, we can sort of talk but then you sort of got a whole name out of this. There were there yeah. were no words exchanged. 
Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And she yeah. was like, well, we can sort of talk, implying there were no words. It was more like feelings and whatnot. Yeah, like we can sense each other's yeah. spirits and stuff. And then, but she got his actual name. But, you but, know, but so. then, yeah, you, you sensed <laughs> the name. Like, okay. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, it could be a thing. That could be that could be analyzed. That could be a symbolic thing. Absolutely. Uh, but I remember my brother, like at the end, just asking, like, "How do you felt?" I was like, "I don't know. It just felt like yeah, yeah. Like I, I, I have there, there's something missing, or there's something I missed. I'm not sure. Mm-hmm. I'll probably have to rewatch it, but I think it's the weakest. Yeah." in the season i agree i i actually rewatched it this morning and and got really nothing new from it okay you know i i, I felt almost mm. exactly the same way i felt when i watched it the first time like i was kind of hoping to find maybe some inner meaning in the second <laughs> watch but yeah it's just it's like you said it's it's disappointing obviously we kind of led ourselves to this too because we had such huge expectations of you know mm. ahsoka and you know we were past the halfway point of the season. So we were expecting more things to happen. And then obviously it's the one written and directed by Filoni. So, mm. you know, we did it to ourselves, but at yeah. the same time, I mean, this whole season at this point is the same things happening in every episode. You go mm. to a new place, you meet new people, you quit pro quo. If you do this for me, I'll do this for you. And then you mm. don't get any payout at the end. I mean, mm-hmm. it's, you thought, you know, we were kind of forgiving it because for the first half, we're like, well, it's the first half. So maybe they're just setting up all these things. But then now we're episode five and they're still doing the same thing. And this time they yeah. even did it with, you know, Ahsoka. So mm-hmm. it was kind of like you had set up all these things to happen that could have, you know, moved the story forward in this episode. And this episode, nothing really happens. I mean, Mandalorian basically does nothing in the entire episode. Yeah. yeah. Um, Why don't we go through what happened in the episode? Okay. So. Uh, we start with that fight, right? Where that whole scene where, where Ahsoka Ahsoka's first revealed. First yes, revealed. yes, yes, yes. Uh, so first, yeah. So we open with the the cold open, so to speak, of like Ahsoka being badass. Let's be honest, that was a cool way to start the episode. Yes, it's it like was. showing Ahsoka as a as a, a ghost in the mist, you know, yeah. running through and like mowing down mowing down the enemies. I thought it was a it was a clever way to just start the episode because it was yeah. just like it wasn't you know it wasn't uh, being uh, hiding the intentions you know that will we reveal ahsoka or not she's like yeah this is the ahsoka yeah, episode it's from the beginning is. yep mm-hmm. so i thought i thought that was clever and it was very up. cool to see her you know with like the hood and the cape yes. and the lightsabers looked amazing yeah oh yeah oh yeah and, i have one know. question though did they like make like new lightsabers for a uh, rosario dawson to use on the show or did they just go to galaxy's edge and buy some of the uh, <laughs> Sokatana lightsabers that they have there on sale and just use those. <laughs> That's my big question from the episode. That's a good question. Yeah. Well, 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 seeing how, I don't know, for some reason, even the makeup, like the whole like structure of a, like, Ahsoka's mm-hmm. like thing, it just seemed like kind of cheap for some reason. Like it looked like cracked. Like I'm like, you know, Return of the Jedi, you had like smooth whole like Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, the Twilights with the whole like uh, I don't know head tails or what I don't know how Leku called. or Montreals that's the big discussion yeah. right now on Twitter <laughs> and, and <laughs> where there we go I guess that's 
and then and then here you had like it looked like it was like made with like foam and I was like cracking off so yeah maybe, and you know it moved weird sometimes yeah and... it looked like fake I'm like at this moment well, like it is fake well no, no, but, obviously but but, <laughs> but 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 you know you you don't you never saw frock lady and you were like you look fake frock lady it's like yeah I know you're a fake frock lady but, but look... I think I think the reason for that is because it's the whole uh, a oh my god the uncanny valley thing effect where like with frog lady it wasn't jarring because it's a frog face so you're already okay. disconnected from making the association with a human face and because no, no, but, uh, Ahsoka has a human face you know it makes you go into like what's off that doesn't you know connect with you visually i think that might be one of those reasons that why we're more critical of like the makeup effects yeah. with well Hey, characters and that are they should have been face. longer too right because yeah. already in rebels they were longer than what they were here and now more time has passed so that kind I think, of i, I read online that the reason for that was for stunts that they were gonna do them longer but because of stunts and whatnot they had it was to harder to move around make, yeah they had to they're look apparently this is what the online sources say they are looking to make them longer for future appearances if there are future appearances uh -huh. uh, but like for when they were doing it because of stunts and movements they just couldn't get them to work as well work. so that's why they had to mm -hmm. make them look younger which is one mm -hmm. thing exactly like because they were short it kind of reminded me of like younger Ahsoka yeah so it felt like a little older yeah, yeah. it kind of jarred me there a little bit and then um even though I, I do think Rosario Dawson did a pretty good job but this is the problem with using people that are very recognizable it's it's hard to see them as the character so yeah. even though i really wanted to see ahsoka when she was like far away and you couldn't see her features as clearly it did feel more like ahsoka but then yeah. the voice and the features and everything it, it was just like rosario dawson cosplaying yeah. as ahsoka and not really ahsoka yeah so it was you know and i the whole time i was like man i really wish actually Eckstein could have done this because i think that's why bo-katan worked so well because you had mm -hmm. you know Katie Sackhoff playing her, who had already played her in Rebels, and that's why it worked so well. But this, mm. that was Disney, bad decisions, honestly. I don't know why. I mean, the more I, I've seen the episode three times, I think now, <laughs> and like the more, the more, the more I watch it, like the less jarring Rosario Dawson as Ahsoka is to me. It's just like, okay. when I say it's like, okay, I, I can get over it and like accept uh, her as the character. And, and I, I honestly think she did a pretty, pretty, pretty good job. Mm -hmm. kind of capturing that like actually Eckstein, Eckstein essence mm -hmm. from yeah. Rebels because I think she actually did portray that even like in the voice I think she tried to modulate have that, that yeah like have mm -hmm. that feel obviously you know you, she can't change her voice to sound like Ashley Eckstein they have very different voices but at least the the nuance behind it I think was there so like it wasn't so much like the performance that was the off yeah, part I know. Like what you mm -hmm. said Nanny is like you just saw Rosario Dawson one and then two the, the, trying to accept the translation from animation to live action yeah which is always hard to do so mm -hmm. but after that cold open we start with the racer crest right going into the forest planet of corvus mm -hmm. i think it was the name they land and it's a desolate uh, forest planet all the trees are dead basically the whole mm -hmm. atmosphere is greenish yellowy sickly yeah. and there's the walled off city mm -hmm. goes into that and michael bean master of the 80s uh, kyle reese from the terminator and all those james cameron movies <laughs> is the, the 
second in command. Yeah. Uh, lets him into the city. Basically, it's a feudal Japanese city. Very uh, Akira Kurosawa, all those ancient samurai movies, which is very on the nose for Star Wars, considering mm -hmm. George Lucas's very direct influences from Kurosawa. <clears throat> there, Mando meets uh, a citizen who apparently is like a legendary Disney Imagineer. I did not know that. Really? Uh, yep, apparently. Uh, can't talk to him for too long uh, because reasons of oppression and the First Amendment doesn't exist there, apparently. And <laughs> he's taken or, to or, or the magistrate. <laughs> yeah, he's taken to the magistrate. The magistrate, he lives in a second walled off part of the city. And when you go inside, lo and behold, inside this beautiful landscape in the sky, stops yep. looking greenish it's just beautiful blue with yep. beautiful landscape and trees that are you know flourishing and she tells him oh you have to kill the jedi for me and i'll give you this fancy spear of beskar mando beskar, goes the beskar spear was cool it yeah. was cool and obviously that's a setup for well we'll talk about it later it's yeah. a setup it's clear mm -hmm. i know uh, he goes to find ahsoka down in the forest he finds her oh bo-katan semis please don't kill me uh, <laughs> please don't kill me which but, was but, but, but we see we see deflecting with the beskar which was fingers. awesome i did not know beskar could do that frankly and and the visuals of that was pretty was dope mm -hmm. yeah and the way he <laughs> roped her like boba roped uh, luke in return of the jedi yeah uh, very very nice callback uh, but let's uh, just get through the episode so we can talk about all the <laughs> we liked or didn't like uh, <laughs> Uh, obviously, Mando's not going to kill Ahsoka because, you know, he wants her to train uh, Grogu or now the child formerly mm -hmm. known as Baby Yoda. Uh, I'm still going to call him Baby Yoda. I'm sorry. So We'll, yeah. we'll get used to we'll, it we'll eventually. We'll get used to maybe. Grogu. Uh, she communes with him, finds out all this history that he was part of the Jedi Temple, trained by many masters in the past, but she can't train him. But then she does a switcheroo after he passes the test with the little ball thing from the last season. Yeah. And she's like, okay, well, I'll train him if you help me take down the magistrate. And as every other episode, mm -hmm. Mando agrees. They go back to the city, which I got a lot of chills because like all that sequence when they're attacking the city gave me a Ghost of Tsushima vibes. I don't know if you <laughs> played that game, Nani. I know you have. It was yeah. just total Ghost of Tsushima, like from the rooftops and doing all the yep. stealth kills and everything. Mm -hmm. like, Whoa. Okay, I like this. Uh, Soka battles the magistrate. Obviously, she wins. But then at the end of the episode, peace is restored. The city starts looking healthier again. The Imagineer from before is installed as the new magistrate. And mm -hmm. Soka finally tells Mando that she can't train the child slash Grogu and that he must go to Typhon so that the child can choose his destiny. And that is the episode in a nutshell. Any what worked out that what didn't work? We already talked about the beginning. We already talked about Ahsoka. What else? Okay, I um. <laughs> First of all, it was awesome to see Kyle Reese, you know, as the like second in command. That was awesome. Totally and underused, then, though. Totally underused. Yes. It was a glorified um, cameo. I know. And then they keep like focusing on his face, like, ex you know, maybe can you expect he was going to do something more worthwhile, but then nothing happens. <laughs> um, I, I was expecting that, that first confrontation with um, uh, Mando and 
Ahsoka, which was really cool. I kind of wanted it to last longer for them to like fight for a little bit longer, yeah. you know, extend it a little bit more. Uh, I kind of wanted more of a reaction as well when she first saw the child. Mm-hmm. Like more, you know, she's just like, oh, is it about him that we're going to talk? Like I expected, I don't know, more of a reaction, I guess. I don't know. I also kept it because he kept referring to her as the Jedi all the time. And I just kept mm-hmm. wanting her to say, I am no longer a Jedi. You know, yeah. there was, I feel like there was a lot of missed opportunities there. I kind mm-hmm. of expected them to have, because this is still supposed to be Mando's story. So yes, I was exactly. expecting for her yeah. to maybe reveal more about who Bo-Katan is and her role, Ahsoka's and Bo-Katan's role in the liberation of Mandalore and all this stuff that he, you know, should maybe be learning more about his mm-hmm. own people. But it, yeah. it, he learns nothing more in the episode except for, yeah. you know, Grogu's name and his history. Yeah. Um, I was also a little bit disappointed that they did reveal his name. I was kind of hoping that, you know, even, you know, now that you know that he does have memories, that he was raised in the Jedi Temple, Mm -hmm. but then a lot of his memories are dark because he was alone. And Mm -hmm. then it's like his history began again when he met the Mandalorian. And it's like his life started anew. And I was kind of hoping that Mando was going to name him Mm -hmm. later on. Or, or that he would reveal his name to Mando first or something. The, the mm-hmm. whole happening through Ahsoka, I mm, it was a little eh for me. So, I think, and you touched on this, I think one of the main issues was that there was no conflict in the episode. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, because it was like a fake conflict in a way when like the magistrate tells Mando, like, oh, you have to go and kill the Jedi. But you already know as an audience that he's searching he's for her. Going, He's not yeah. going to go and fight her mm-hmm. because he needs he needs her to yeah. fulfill his quest. It, 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 it was almost like how convenient. Like yeah, yeah. <laughs> I remember so, I got that feeling. It's like this is way too easy. I mean, yeah. here I am trying to clandestinely find the Jedi, and this woman is just giving her to me on a platter. Yep. Like, yep. yep. Uh, but it just it just didn't land because as opposed to Bo-Katan, which I think was a very well placed uh, cameo slash. Uh, character from Clone Wars slash Rebels that interacts with Mando, there is conflict there because it kind of makes Mando question what it means to be Mandalorian. So Bo-Katan is coming into his story in a way that directly affects him Mm -hmm. and what he stands for and who he is. So there is like internal, at least an internal conflict for him, which creates a good dynamic between Bo-Katan and and, and Din Djarin. But Mm -hmm. Ahsoka literally does nothing for him. Yeah. Uh, so there is no conflict between them. They're not at odds. She doesn't force him to question anything. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it kind of falls flat, and it makes him second fiddle in his own show. Because let's face yeah. it, Mando did nothing in this episode. Because yeah. when they attack the city, it's all Ahsoka. He just like so, stands and guards the door. That's all he does. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, which I mean, it makes sense because I was reading originally that the rumors were that Ahsoka's episode would be a backdoor pilot for like her own show to kind of see if how the character works in in this show to see if like if she's well received then like they'll kind of green light a new show for her which i could see how it worked because she had the you know protagonism in the show but you know for a season as short as mandalorian is and for episodes as short as they usually are and even though this was a long episode still didn't feel like it gave me that much that you think that they would want to like get squeeze as much opportunity out of every episode and i think this one was a big like if people were saying that other episodes were a side quest this episode was the side quest. yep 
because it mm-hmm. literally hits pause on the whole story for him to do absolutely nothing, nothing. and have another character do mm-hmm. something else. Yeah. The only thing that this episode, at least in my mind, you guys, you know, chime in if you disagree. The only thing that I feel this episode did to set up something in the future is the best car spear. Because yeah. now for me, that's like, okay, well, then Mando's going to fight Moff Gideon with the spear. Because originally I thought it would be Ahsoka fighting lightsaber to lightsaber with uh, Moff Gideon, oh, but gosh. now that he has the spear, I don't or think Or he Ahsoka's could give the spear back. to Bo Katan and have Bo Katan yeah. yeah. fight Moff that, Gideon. That yeah. might be possible too. I thought at the beginning of the spear, it looked like Bosmo's spear for some reason. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was like, it does a little bit, yeah. And then, but then it had like the, the other tip. So I was like, oh, it's a mm-hmm. little bit different. I think, honestly, to me, like the episode, you never, you, you don't see any growth for the character. Mm-hmm. For, for, mm-hmm. Uh, I, I thought I, we were going to see a little bit more of like a mentorship. Even even if Ahsoka was not gonna take Grogu as an apprentice, yeah, yeah. you know, like I'm sure she is well aware of what could feel like to be a child at that age and mm-hmm. be force sensitive and what you're going through, like especially like this what she said, like oh, this whole idea of like. Grogu has had to hide the force to survive and then mm-hmm. it's like mm-hmm. all of a sudden you know a, a character that's always been all about you know embrace yourself and yeah. it's like no just just let the child like hide it and hopefully fades away it, it, yeah. it felt mm-hmm. I, I, I don't know it, didn't, it felt out of character yeah uh, I can see how it could be just more of a darker Ahsoka who's giving up on hope Mm-hmm. But it, it 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 just didn't feel like it was on what we will expect from Ahsoka. Yeah. Who actually have mm-hmm. done, especially. Do we do we know do we know Mo uh, if like that last scene from Rebels when it's set versus the show? Do you think that maybe that last scene from Rebels is after this show, or is that last well, scene well, from well, Rebels well, before this? Well, show? it. it I, I I know that. Scene I think that was could explain. After. I think the scene is after, like it 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 has to be within, like give or exactly. take a few like years, like. Because I think that could explain where she is if it's before or after that scene. Because if it's after that scene, then I agree with you. Doesn't make sense with where she's at. But if it's before that scene, then it could because maybe she's still you know, searching yeah. for Ezra and like going through some stuff shit you know with the uh war against the empire and whatnot so Which i think it's what kind depending of on how it's con- yeah it's kind of like i think when it got implied you know oh she's looking for thrawn all of a sudden like mm-hmm. wish there was like another name drop and, another i mean awesome drop. awesome yeah, but was, still at the same time like wait are we how much are we going to cram? Yeah. Into this? yeah. Yeah. So when we first heard it, we were like screaming at the TV, like, oh my God, I can't believe it. And then a few seconds afterwards, we were like, but another name like, drop? Why? Like, how yeah. much of this show is going to be Mandalorian now? Oh, I mean, right. everything is a name drop now. Uh, why, why? Which, I mean, in the short term is really cool, but what's it going to mean for the rest yeah. of the show if you just keep introducing all these things and have your main characters have no growth? Yeah. But I don't think the Thrawn name drop, and this is just 
me personally. You my, think that's my, more for the Ahsoka theory. show if it's going to yes. happen? I don't think this has to okay. do with the show, which again is detrimental for the episode. The, uh-huh. like, they're yeah. like, you're putting things in that do not conduce to anything of growth for our two main characters. Yeah. Because it's, it's like all of a sudden it's like, wait, is, is Thrawn working for Mark Gideon? Is Mark Gideon working mm-hmm. for Thrawn? Like, you open up that possibility. Like, who is this author? Like, and, and and when you mention that goose that oh this kind of seemed like a pilot that is exactly how it seemed the whole episode mm-hmm. just seemed like a sight like it solidified what we were talking like Mando this season seemed like like a, just a game you're just going stage by stage mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but this has become like a very linear game where mm-hmm. there's not mm-hmm. even like where all no the levels are the of, same. Yeah. All the levels are just the same. It's like, I mean, could it be a very meta homage to fit 80s video games where every level is sort of the same? And yeah. but I don't know that I I think it's falling kind of flat. And if it's also a pilot for the Ahsoka show, at least uh, as a fan, I don't think I'm I'm bought. Like I edit, I don't feel like I want to watch it just yet. Yeah, I have to agree with you on that, actually. (laughs) But we will, because, you know, we we can't help but hooked, but (laughs) it doesn't mean I'm going to like it. (laughs) Yeah, true, true, true. But you will. Like, I felt like, (laughs) it's like, oh, my God, like, are we heading into, is this going to make us the the Phantom? (laughs) Like, no, Phantom Phantom Menace. No, never, never. No. Always constructive criticism. Yeah. (laughs) It was just, I think we're all big fans of Ahsoka and it just, it fell a little flat. And I I thought it was, you know, cool, you know, that little kind of hint of, you know, her talking about Anakin and mm-hmm. yeah. you, you could see, hear the passion in her voice. Like, I'm not, mm-hmm. I can see how this goes wrong with the fear and the anger. But her reaction should have been the opposite, I think. I think her, yeah. she would have nurtured him more, not just mm-hmm. kind of leave him to his own devices. You know, if there's anybody like you were saying, well, that would understand be Ahsoka who managed to find balance between both sides of the force. And I, I get why they named the episode, the Jedi, because, you know, he's in search of who he thinks is a Jedi. But again, it really upset me that she never like comes out and says, I'm no longer a Jedi. I'm no longer a Jedi. Yeah. I think, I I think, and obviously this is conspiracy theory time. Uh, Okay. Like we should put we should put like an alert on the screen. Conspiracy. <laughs> I think fake, even fake though news. yes, fake, alternate facts, alternate <laughs> fact time. Uh, I think even though Dave Filoni wrote the episode, I still think that he, again, conspiracy theory. I uh-huh. don't think he had the complete freedom to just do whatever he wanted. I think there were requests that okay. Lucasfilm had of him for precisely for the reason that we just discussed, which is like yep. the. Ahsoka standalone series and they I think they weren't letting him or requested I don't think they're they make him do anything because I think he's earned the right to do whatever he wants I think they requested for him to not go too deep into any like of the Ahsoka lore so that she would be accessible to new people watching the show because let's face it a lot of people watching the show have not read the books have not Mm -hmm. watched the animated stuff so they have like, you know, they have no knowledge of Ahsoka. So I mm-hmm. think he was requested to like make her open and accessible so that she, so that people wouldn't be like, wait, what, 
what's all this thing, these things that she's talking about that I don't know about. And, and then if and, they're doing a show about her, leave the explanations of who she actually is and her backstory to the show. For that, yes. Okay. That's what I think. I think he had his hands tied and they asked him to do a lot of things that I don't think he would have naturally done. Because I don't yeah. think this episode felt too Filoni-esque. There yeah. were, I mean, there were a lot of Filoni things in it, don't yeah. get me wrong. But, uh, but, I, but again, I still feel he had his hands tied. Yeah. So you think that also explains how that whole conversation with um, him and Ahsoka before they attack, oh, a Mandalorian and a Jedi, they would never expect mm -hmm. it. But it has happened before. That yeah, Jedi, she you know? yeah, she could have been like, bro, Siege of Mandalore? Ever heard of that? No? Like, <laughs> uh, but uh, I don't know. Uh, the episode two is just like, and maybe it's a, a symptom of them kind of being tied to use the volume in one specific way but like for me this episode was so similar to 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 the the first episode of this season i forgot the name of the cop yeah. vanth episode where, the marshall well even the thank you the marshall even though it was different genres right the marshall was a western and, and this, this was one more was a samurai, samurai. Film. Uh, but even the setup was exactly the same it's just like mando walking into the desolate but, town to the mm -hmm. single road yeah. and People hiding thing. behind and their doors one. and everybody and being like exactly. scared of the new guy coming in. And yeah, it, so like, it felt really similar. So not only structurally is this show mm -hmm. similar to like all the other ones, like, oh, new character from a different source material who asks you to do something in return for something else. But it's also framed in the same way that the Marshall was, mm -hmm. even yeah. though there was less payoff in a way because the Marshall had like this bombastic cinematic, yeah. you know, mm -hmm. climax with the crate dragon and like mm -hmm. the collaboration with Tuscan. There the was a lot Tuscan of Raiders and, yeah. mm -hmm. and then this one's just like, oh, okay, you get a spear. Now go yeah. on to your next quest. Uh, yeah. So, I mean, I do appreciate but, but, that they changed the genre. Cool. Yeah. Right. Yes. I, I think that's the problem. There was a lot of things in this episode that could have been really, really, really cool to explore. Especially yeah. like Ahsoka's being like a Ronin, you know, like yeah. Yeah. a samurai without an order, which is basically what they were going for. Like the yeah. whole feudal Japan. Yeah, when she thing, lights the lightsaber style. right behind the guys and you see the lightsaber shine. The oh, yeah. yeah. Nice homage and to Rebels. Yeah. Fantastic. And then when she first jumps up and you can't really see her, you know, slashing a guy completely in half, but she slashes the mm -hmm. bell. Oh, yeah. And then you can see awesome. the bell and nice the shot. guy falling right behind it. And it was so well shot. It felt very Filoni right there. Yes. Like, oh, yeah. there were a lot of really cool moments, but, you know, the mm. actual structure of the episode fell flat. And then as a whole, then it feels like it falls flat, even though there were some beautiful shots. Ahsoka fighting yeah. was great. The lightsabers looked fantastic. I was a little upset they didn't use enough of her Clone War stance with the lightsabers, like, behind yeah. that she used to do. She did it, like, a little bit at the end, so I was a little disappointed. She does but, it at the beginning, too. And I was re-watching it after you had mentioned that. I, okay. I re she does it, it at the beginning, too. She, she does it a couple of times. But okay. mostly she keeps the... Mostly the straight... Yeah. yeah. Um, the fight, you know, is actually pretty cool with uh, her and the... Whatever her name was, uh, the was chick the with the spear. Another magistrate. The magistrate. Because, you know, it's set up with, you know, the path with the water and the trees yeah. and everything. It looks very mm -hmm. samurai-ish. Um, yes. I don't think which people, Ahsoka... Which people are mm -hmm. saying it's a call to kill Bill, but I was watching a video, I forget who... I watch so much YouTube that I forget who I'm referencing <laughs> half the time. But according to what they were saying, it's not actually a reference to uh, Kill Bill. It's mm -hmm. a reference to the movie that Kill Bill references, which is Lady Snowblood. 
okay. I think is the name of the samurai film. Okay. So again, um, another samurai callback. Yeah. yeah. No, and, and it was, it, it, the fight looked really cool, but I don't think Ahsoka would have ever lost the lightsaber like that. Um, I think she would have destroyed that woman in no time. I just... Yeah, I mean, I, I think, I think that they framed it that way, so there's stakes on the episode because if she just, yeah, you know... But even still, it, it doesn't feel her. like there's any stakes. <laughs> At the same yeah. time, yeah. it also doesn't feel like there's any stakes, you know? Yes. So I did like the moment on the other side of the door with um, Kyle Reese and Mando, and he has his <laughs> I can shoot first two moment, yeah. you know, was kind of cool. It's the, yeah, like shoehorning the Western into the samurai, like yeah. the gunslinger, while the yeah. Donin is doing taking care of business. Yeah. And, and, and I love like part of half of that battle was just sounds. It was just them waiting on Yeah, the like, sound editing oh, was fantastic. Was and, yeah. and then it was like when the basker fell, it's like, oh, I, I guess yeah. my team lost. Like, yeah. Just from the sound of the falling spear. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. But he still, but he still, even though he says he lost, he still tries to like one up them. It's like, dude, you got a Mandalorian, a Jedi against you. You're not winning this. Yeah. Fight. Yeah. yeah. It's like, well, why even try? <laughs> There's no winning this at all. I felt, I felt really bad for Michael, Michael Bean, aka Kyle Reese. Just like, like <laughs> it's like they, they don't even let him run away. It's just to, like show up in another episode. It's just like, hey. <laughs> We're just gonna kill you. You're just gonna kill yeah. me. That's it. It's like, do you wanna be in this show as a extended cameo? That that's it. Uh, yes. That's it. I mean, I would take it, but I'm a nobody. Oh, right? If I were if I were Cal Reese, I'd be like, hey man, at least let me yeah. live. <laughs> <laughs> no, because that that then that that might open up the possibility of like, well, is Kyle Reese part of the Star Wars alternate <laughs> universe? And then yes, yes. why not? <laughs> World between worlds, everything's World possible. Between worlds, Termina- Jedi Terminators, Arnold Schwarzenegger, <laughs> and versus Ahsoka, season three. Well, I read somewhere that there was like a huge Easter egg, like the assassin uh, droids were HK something, yeah. and they were yeah. referencing like the hunter killers from Terminator. Oh, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't hear, I didn't read that one. What I, what yeah. I, what I, oh, which is really cool. Uh, what I yeah. had, what I had caught, well, two, uh, two things about that I saw. That they were based on Rolf McQuarrie early sketches for some droids they just recycled to like make them, which is always cool. And the mm-hmm. other thing is that some uber, uber eagle eyed nerds uh, caught that the HK eagle. droids had the uh, seal of the seventh fleet, which is the fleet that Thrawn commands in, in Star Wars. That's cool. Okay, yeah. Yes. That, that's a cool little Easter egg there. For, yeah. for a separate, well, actually, for the show, it's fine. I don't know. I just have mixed feelings about the Thrawn name drop. I know. Yeah. It's, I think they're complicating it too much. I mean, again, if they're just trying to set up the Ahsoka verse yeah. for her show, then it makes sense. But like you were saying, I hate it when they do that, when they take an episode just to spin off a new show. And yeah. when they do that, they usually do it, you know, seasons that have 20 something episodes and it still upsets me. And with early. this show, it's eight episodes. You're at the pivotal point of like trying to have all these storylines coming together. And then you use this episode to possibly spin off another show. I think it's really unfair to Mando to kind of do to be this fair, to though. To be fair, a lot of people have actually uh, responded very well. To the episode, yeah, I've yeah. seen. Mm-hmm. Which is good. I mean, I want people yeah. to enjoy, enjoy Star course. Wars. So. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I was reading that it's the highest rated Mandalorian episode on IMDb or something. Yeah, I got like a 9.7 or something, I think. Some, something like that, which, really? yeah. which, which, which is great because the only thing that means is we get 
the more viewers. Show, we get more we Star get more. Wars. Mm -hmm. Exactly. And more and, is always better. Yes. And we, well, we might get surprised. We might find that we get a super amazing Ahsoka series. Yeah. Who knows? Yeah. yeah. Yes. So speculation time. So let's start wrapping up uh, our, our chapter 13 mm -hmm. reaction reviews. Uh, speculation. Do okay. will we think that we will see Ahsoka before the end of the season? And do we think that Thrawn will show up in The Mandalorian? Go. I don't think so. I think it's no on either of that. I don't think Ahsoka's coming back, and I don't think there's going to be any Thrawn, honestly. Yeah. I think I'm we might see Bo-Katan again. Because we only Gideon. have three episodes. Three episodes. This was the fifth one, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to say no and no. Mm -hmm. Any speculation as to the Jedi who will possibly respond? Uh, a lot of people are saying Luke, but if a Jedi responds, because I don't think a Jedi should respond, I think uh, Gogurt or Jogurt or Grogu or whatever, or Goku should stay with just stay with Mando and just, you know, they should just adopt. Uh, you should just legally adopt him and just move to take take a cup Banth and just move to a nice little planet and just have a, raise a family there. But if a Jedi does, if a Jedi does respond, mm -hmm. I think it should be Ezra. And I think it should be because, if I, like I've said before, my head canon is that Ezra is in the unknown regions, making a new a new type of Jedi order over there with the Shis Skywalkers and whatnot, which is completely detached from Luke's Jedi order. It's like a more gray order in the unknown regions. Okay. And Ezra should get Gogurt and get him over there and have a nice little happy family in the unknown regions. But I don't think that's happening either. I think no Jedi is coming. Okay, no we'll see. But 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 if 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 Ezra does come, that that means Thrawn is around the corner as well. Yes, although I don't like them, and maybe we'll be surprised. But I don't like them keeping Thrawn as a villain because I don't think Thrawn is. I mean, he is a, a traditional villain, right? In the in the original Thrawn trilogy books, but the way he's been framed, especially like in new, the new canon, he's mm -hmm. more of. He's not necessarily, he's not a villain. He's, I mean, he's a villain because he goes against the rebellion, but he's just a guy trying to do good for his people, for the shiz. Uh, and he's called calculating, but that's part of his personality. So I don't think that now that the empire is falling, he would, or have spell, uh, he would necessarily stay aligned with them because their interest no longer serves the shiz. So like him still serving the empire and being a villain for the for the good guys doesn't really make sense to me maybe that's me being an apologist for Thrawn since i like him so much yeah, yeah. Well, well, well but but then this episode will contradict that headcanon exactly exactly yeah. so which is why i'm a little iffy on that confused yeah <laughs> um i would like to point out that i think at the end um because ahsoka promised that she was gonna train him like if uh, Mando helped her out and then she went back on her word again. I think uh, you can see when they're getting back on the Razor Crest that Baby Yoda's like communicating with her and she smiles. So I think Baby Yoda asked her to not take him. I don't think he wants to be separated from the Mandalorian. So I kind of caught that the second time I watched it and I thought uh, that that could be possible. So interesting. I didn't see that. Absolutely. I guess I need to watch the episode before. <laughs> <laughs> there's not too many times to watch Mandalorian. That's true. That yeah. is true. 
because even an episode I don't love as much, still is still a great episode. It's still fun to watch. They're still a beautifully shot. I mean, this whole episode, you when they first say it's you know it's a forest planet, you're expecting this lush, beautiful place, and then you get there, and you know mm. the machine of war has come to it, and it's just like this desolate, horrible place. And you yeah. know, they're still incredibly well shot, and yeah. you know, absolutely, those have been some of the coolest lightsabers ever portrayed. You know, oh, yeah. so it's they so, so nice to finally see white blades and white lightsabers. Yeah. No, <laughs> they were white <laughs> lightsabers. Uh, but I think we are pretty much done, right? Anything else you guys want to add? Uh, no, except that I'm really looking forward to next episode. Uh, I don't think the title has leaked yet, so hoping, hoping that like things pick up now and like yeah. we go back to Moff Gideon and the Dark Troopers and just have like all out action. And, yeah. you know, and character development for the next yeah. three episodes so we can end the series with a bang. Yeah. And Mando actually doing something. <laughs> Mando doing something. <laughs> or, yeah. or learning something. Or, <laughs> or yeah. So for everybody out there listening, remember to like, subscribe, comment, and, you know, listen and to our... we just opened, we opened our Tee Public uh, <laughs> merch yeah. store. We don't have that many designs, but like we have some pretty cool stuff. So if you like and want to support the channel, go there. There's some cool shirts. Not all of them are, you know, branded <laughs> with our <laughs> Pride of the Force stuff. So there's some cool Star Wars things there that if you enjoy, please drop by and help the channel out. Thank you. So signing off. May the Force be with you. <laughs>